Welcome to Rainbow Soul Vodcast, where our soul astrology comes forward to help you manage your everyday life with forecasts and deep dives on natal charts and queer perspectives on the planets, transits, and more. A group discussion about upcoming transits with tips on how to read these transits in your own chart. Hollis offers years of wisdom and natal chart knowledge with Brighthawk's positive perspective and Lacrosse's inquiry. We offer the complete queer astrology experience. Welcome to Rainbow Soul. Please help us by subscribing, sharing, and commenting and reviewing. You can also learn where else Rainbow Soul is offered on our website at rainbowsoul.show. Welcome to Rainbow Soul Vodcast Astrology Soul Astrology Forecast um, for February the 5th through the 11th. The 11th. <laughs> uh, at least I remember when it started. Um, <laughs> 5th through the 11th. And um, thanks for joining me. Thanks for joining us. I'm Hollis Taylor and I'm one of your hosts of the show. And um, I am a professional astrologer. You can get all sorts of astrology readings from me as well as lots of other psychic style readings. Um, and you can learn about that at my website. And hi there, I'm Bright Hawk, our author, artist, musician, storyteller, astrologer. I'm delighted to be here. You can learn more about me at brighthawkproductions.com. And I'm LaCrosse Ortiz, I'm the creator of the color journals, uh, tarot color journals, um, going through the tarot, learning keywords. Um, you can find me on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. Fabulous. Fabulous. All right, my friends. So um, we have a forecast for you this week. and But first, I want to invite you to take a moment to calm your mind and calm your soul. Take a few deep breaths. Close your eyes if you can. Settle in your seat. Keep your feet on the floor. Take a few deep breaths. Just allow yourself to relax into them. Allow yourself to feel relaxed and gentle. And take a moment to imagine yourself standing on the ground staring up at the beautiful night sky, the stars and the moon, constellations everywhere. And as you take in the vastness of the sky and recognize how small we all are, One of those stars, you realize, is actually a planet. And as it sort of zooms into your view, you recognize this planet as Uranus. 
Uranus is a pretty big planet and glows a sort of light blue color in front of you. And as Uranus spins on its axles in front of you, you begin to receive messages from the planet reminding you that progress is inevitable, that change is the only constant. Uranus pushes us forward into revolutionary thinking, revolutionary living, and revolutionary being. Representing all that is revolutionary. Including gender, questioning people, and the vastness of that, and the vastness of how gender shows up. revolutionary movement that is with that entire movement that includes intersex people that pushes us to see beyond our physical bodies and that gender is more mutable than we ever once thought Uranus pushes against anything that is black and white, boy or girl, straight or queer. Uranus is pushing us from that thinking beyond that singularity Pushing us into a more progressive, inclusive, expansive way of thinking that kind of resembles Aquarius. Pushing us to see the whole world beyond our immediate Uranus pushes us along a path of progress putting us on a path that pushes us forward when it goes retrograde it reminds us to make sure we're on the right path and as it moves forward, it progresses the path before us, unfolding one piece at a time. And as Uranus begins to go back up into the sky, Reminding you that there is always a path forward, always a way.
no one is ever truly stuck. There is always a way. Call on Uranus to help you find the new way. And Uranus pulls back up into the sky. And blends in with the night sky. Reminding us that the world is a huge place and there is a place for all things and all ways and all expressions. And I invite you now to come back into your body, feel your feet on the floor your seat, your bottom in the seat, wiggle your fingers and your toes, and open your eyes and come back to the here and now of the Rainbow Soul Soul Astrology Forecast. Well done. Thanks, y'all. Well done, Bertha. I appreciate that. All right. So, um, you know, we've experienced the Uranus forward. All the planets are moving forward now. So a lot of us probably feel like, okay, we're making progress. We're moving. We're not stuck. We're going forward. And I think that that's really what's happening including this week like i think that's just kind of like the vibe of the week is we're making progress we're getting there things are happening things are unfolding for us in each moment each each day um so let me share this with you boy one thing i noticed is that january was so freaking intense some of the biggest aspects some of the most intense energy and february while we were putting this together was like wow this is so not that Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's so january was really something y'all i would love to hear how your january was if it was intense for you i think we shared on our last podcast it's been a pretty intense january for all of us Mm -hmm. and um and i i feel like you can kind of take a deeper breath and go, okay, and a full exhale and like really take in where you're at, what what's up and feel actual energy available for moving forward in a good way, especially with all the planets and all the momentum of forward energy. Yeah. So it's kind of nice to not have a ton of super intense gee whiz, I wonder what that's going to bring kind of energy and instead be like, okay, this week, February 5th to the 11th, the big highlight news, of course, is that we have a new moon on the um, 9th 
9th, 10th, depending on where you are in the world. And of course, that marks the beginning of the Chinese New Year. So we're in the season of Aquarius and happy birthday to all our Aquarian friends and, um, and a blessed New Year for everyone. Yeah, um, the, I noticed um, that we start out the week with two minor trines. We, we have the beginnings of a T-square starting to form, but it's not quite formed yet, but it's pretty darn close pointing at Venus. Um, Venus is just one, will move one degree and then it will be perfect the next day, Tuesday. So T-squares are um, often a little rather challenging and this is gonna be about stuff or money, um, not pushing us like, uh, not having it or maybe have too much stuff or in relation to stuff and money, um, possibly relationships that are keeping you from growing forward. Maybe it's an old wound. I don't know. Maybe Amazon won't, it won't deliver your stuff. <laughs> are you having I'm having, problem? I'm having a problem. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I ordered like some, like a bike thing and some things for me and, uh, yeah, Amazon won't deliver it. Like 10 days later, it's still on delivery because there's Wait. snow on the ground. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, it's winter in Colorado. That's what happens. <laughs> anyway, so um, maybe that's what's going on with you, which is frustrating to me. Um, but, um, you know, hopefully um, maybe that that could be going on or something else. Something related to like stuff and money um in relation to where you're going where you came from and it's likely that there's some relation to like old wounds like not getting what you need or not having your needs met or having too much stuff maybe you grew up in a home that's very cluttered and has a lot of stuff um like hoarding and um or just having too much stuff um there is a such thing as too much just going to say, it definitely happens. I've seen it. And I could see that happening. But this is also um, Venus and Capricorn. And I feel like Venus and Capricorn could be a little bit on the colder side. That's why I see it probably less about relationships and more less about emotional relationships and more about stuff and money in particular. Maybe jobs. Yeah, it could. Capricorn is work. I always think of work. And since the nodes um, are in Libra and Aries, um, you know, the south node is in Libra, so that's about relationships and about the relationships you've come from. So, you know, maybe you had someone that lived with you and they, you know, left behind a whole bunch of stuff. Um, or they took some of your stuff when they left. Um, those kinds of things, they're going to be creating some tension. Okay, um, and it could keep you from growing forward. But um, once you learn how to balance it, it will activate Chiron, which is the, um, the wounded healer, right? So once you figure out how to handle this T-square, it will, it will sort of provide the wounded healer, the healer part of it. So you'll be like, yeah, that happened to me once. So, you know, I just gave all her stuff away, you know, okay, and so, you know, whatever happened to you, whatever happens to you around this time um, in this early part of the week, just try to find a balance, try to find a resolution to it so that you can 
move forward because it shouldn't be too hard because I was noticing there's two minor trines. Those are those little blue triangles. There's kind of two of them there. Um, and you can see one's pointing at the moon and is in relation to where we came from and where we're going because the sun's in Aquarius. Um, and that's going to be related to our emotions, but it's a trine. So we should be able to um, balance and find balance about this. Okay. And find um, it's in Sagittarius. So we'll probably come up with some sort of philosophy that works for us. Um, and then the other one um, is pointing at the sun um, and the sun, you know, is very much um, about um, pointing us forward. It's very much about lighting our path going forward. And it's in relation to the North node about where we're going. So I find that interesting that these two trines are like, one's kind of dealing with the past and how that's holding us back. And the other one's dealing with where we're going and how we're to plan that out. So how we're to unfold that with the North node in Aries, that's very much about like ideas, having good ideas. So a good idea or a good resolution to whatever you're thinking about um will will be uh part of this okay so i think that that's really important uh the other important um things that kind of kick off the week are saturn sextiling jupiter which is almost in perfect alignment um on this day and you know that's about our system and you know saturn is also about restrictions um, and Jupiter is very much about kind of the opposite of that. <laughs> so I almost feel like we're going to find balance between instead of restricting ourselves or overdoing it, you know, instead we're going to find the middle ground, whatever that is for you, um, whatever you're dealing with, wherever Saturn and Jupiter are in your chart. So you could probably look where is Pisces, where is Venus, where is um, Taurus, and, and just kind of pay attention to that in your chart. And those are probably the areas that Saturn, that, that, you know, that Saturn and Jupiter are going to find a balance for you. So, um, so that's really, I think that's really nice. Um, and then the North node is squaring Venus, which, um, is a pretty intense square, um, along with Chiron, the North node and Chiron are conjunct. So that's about old wounds. And Venus is about stuff and money um, and financial relations. So it almost makes me think about, you know, just be careful how you spend your money. Be aware of where you're spending your money, what you're spending it on. And um, you know what? I've also um, thought about this, especially with Venus and Capricorn. Since Venus is in Capricorn, I tend to, I'm, I'm reviewing invoices of people that bill you every month. And make sure that they're doing the right thing. Make sure you're not paying for subscriptions you don't want or you're not using anymore. Make sure you're not paying for things like that you just don't need anymore. So I feel like Venus and Capricorn has been kind of like hinting at that um, for some time now. And now, and I think with a square to the North Node, it's pretty much it's pretty much saying, hey, pay attention to where mm -hmm. your money's going yeah. and, and how it's being spent. And, you know, Mercury is in Aquarius at this point, just moved in. Um, and um, <laughs> I, I worry about Mercury in Aquarius um, because, you know, Mercury is very communicative, but Aquarius is very out of the box, unusual, strange, revolutionary. 
So um, it makes me think about what we're saying and, um, and how we're saying it. And so uh, we might want or intend to bring change for people um, or, you know, we just might want to pay attention to what we're saying and, but it is direct. So maybe these things need to be spoken. Maybe, maybe you've thought of some revolutionary things or ways of changing things or a way to proceed forward with your path. And that's pretty much, <clears throat> that's Mercury in Aquarius. Mercury is exalted in Aquarius. So it's, it? it's, it's super strong. It's powerful. Yeah. That's interesting because usually Aquarius and Virgo are not like the best of both. Yeah, I know. I thought of that and that's why I was a little surprised. I double checked it and I went, oh, hmm. no, it is exalted in Aquarius. Isn't that interesting? Mm. Um, so one of the things that jumps out to me, the one of the things that jumps out to me in this moon report is that um, that conjunction of Chiron and the North Node. Mm. So um, the moon is in Sagittarius, and we know that when the moon is in Sagittarius, it sparkles. And um, Sagittarius, of course, has the reputation for fun. It also has the reputation for philosophy. So you were you mentioned that, and I would say, because this is my personal experience. Be mindful of your personal philosophies and what leads you to healing. The conjunction of the Chiron and the North Node, make that your North Star. Let's heal. Let's move on. Let's evolve. Let's transform. Let's, you know, do what we're really here to do. Um, there's energy for it. And so, uh, you know, we talked last report a lot about the healing crisis that we're collectively experiencing. Um, I'm about to have surgery on my knee. Lacrosse has already had surgery on their foot, you know, so I really feel like there is a real active component about an opportunity to heal old things and make, make a new story. Um, I think that's the, a real positive because you, the moon in this configuration is trining the North Node and Chiron it's a square to Neptune, which can um, make you reconsider what you used to think was your dreams. Are they still your dreams? Or illusion, is there something that you're now seeing so clearly that you just didn't see before? Um, that's, uh, that's very high potential. That'll probably happen earlier in the day, huh? Yeah. Earlier in the day on this day, February 5th. And then, of course, there's a real concentration of Capricorn and Aquarius energy. We call it a stellium. Mars and Venus are still on the Capricorn side of the line. And Mercury has just crossed into Aquarius, joining Pluto. So that mix of energies, like Hollis already said, Capricorn ruled by Saturn, constriction, very grounded. Capricorn very much about work getting it done. Aquarius very much about, whoo, how big can we think? How, how are we taking care of the universe? The hum are we taking care of the planet? Are we taking care of humanity? The big oneness vibe um, is, the, is one of the real beautiful traits of Aquarius, um, big heartedness. So um, yeah. There's a lot of energy in those two. And um, Mercury and Aquarius, it's exalted. So there's the potential for 
communicating in a new, powerful, effective way um, that happens this week. And the moon will join, as you can see, the moon's about to grow over all of the things I just mentioned in Capricorn and Aquarius. Yeah. Going to have a smooth little ride this week through that stuff. <laughs> mm -hmm. And the sixth is, you know, the T-square comes into almost pretty much perfection. Right, yeah, um, clear. So Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday could be difficult. Um, but like I said, if you balance that, if you figure it out, probably going to be related to money or stuff or something like that um, could have something to do with relationships and money. Like maybe you make, maybe it's a business partner or something like that. Right. Um, and it's related to both of those. So um, once you balance that, you'll be able to figure out where you're going mm. and activate Chiron, which is the wounded healer. Now, the other thing, the trine that really stood out was that the sun, the sun is going to trine the south node on this day, and it's going to sextile the south node, the north node, I'm sorry. So um, so those are really good conversations, really. Mm -hmm. And the sun, like I said, is like where you're going. It leads you, it leads you on your path. It sort of is like, I always think of the sun as like your flashlight right and so here you are in life and you got this flashlight shining forward and you know it's kind of going go this way go down here right and uranus lays down the path uranus is literally the path while the sun is more of this is the way we're going now the sun is in aquarius so that's why i bring up uranus because at this point uranus is forward and uranus rules aquarius and so wherever uranus is in your chart it could start to uh, wherever Taurus is. So you want to look and see where it's Taurus in my chart. That's where Uranus is transiting right now. And, you know, you can pretty much guarantee that you'll have some sort of enlightenment in that area of your life. Um, so like for me, it's in my seventh house of relationships. So I'll probably have some enlightenment. And that's great. That's great because um, I'm challenged with some business relationships that have nothing to do with this podcast right now. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I'm hoping that by next week I can figure it out. Okay. So, so you can see that early in the week, you'll be able to figure that out. So that's hopeful for me. So if you're on a path like me where you're kind of going, I'm not sure this is going to work business wise, just hang in there. Okay. And um, Uranus is trining Venus as well. Um, and that will come into, as Venus moves two more degrees later on this week, it will get stronger and stronger as the week goes. And this is about your path and money and work, um, or however money comes in your home um, related to the system, including could be about restrictions. Um, but it, it's probably more about, okay, this is how it should be done. So it's Uranus is going to like literally lay the path. And then Venus is going to say, and then these are the things, this is what will be good about it. Venus wants to reward you. She wants to give you the things that you love, the things that make you feel good, the things that make you happy. And um, it's in Capricorn. So it makes, I don't know, Venus is not exalted in Capricorn, right? Like there's no way, because Venus is, no. no. Um, Venus in Capricorn always feels like 
they always kind of feel like opposites because Capricorn is ruled by Saturn, which is restrictive and kind of cold-hearted. And Venus is the opposite of that. It's all about love and feeling good and having delicious cake and having enough money and nice things in life. Yeah. (laughs) And so (laughs) the good vibes. Yeah. So Uranus trining Venus that's very much about the good vibes of your path so you'll probably be rewarded especially if you've done some work leading up to this uranus is going to start laying that path this week for you and you're really going to start seeing oh i see where we're going it's uranus tends to like kind of really help you see down the road and with mercury conjuncting pluto we already talked about it but i just want to say the two of them on top of each other from the beginning of the week through this week most of the week um mercury will slowly move away from it but mercury and pluto together just make me feel like you could end some things or change some have major changes to things Mm. through your words Mm. okay Mm. Mm. well the moon as you can see has moved into capricorn and this is a good time to point out that there's a thing that we call exalted or detriment and um so when you see a planet and we know that the moon is at home in cancer and capricorn is the exact opposite of cancer it's as far away from the sign as you can be so we call the moon in detriment when it's in capricorn it's as far away from home as it can be what does detriment mean well kind of sounds like it's not as strong, right? It's not, it's not powerful. It's, and when we think about the moon, we think about our internal landscape, our deep feelings, our intuition. Um, and which Cap- explains why Capricorn can sometimes be seen as a little cold. As the, I was just going to say, and Capricorn is often defined as the opposite of that. Right. It's, it's very businesslike. It's very, it's often called cold. It's, of course, ruled by Saturn, which is often called cold. Saturn is often called, you know, the the male, the father, you know, authority figure kind of thing. And the moon's not really into any of that. <laughs> so um, the moon's like, what does it feel like? <laughs> so these two don't communicate well together. And um, of course, when the moon is in Capricorn, it's answering to Saturn and Saturn is in Pisces. The good news is, is that the moon is in a sextile to Saturn. So it's having a conversation in a good way about moving things forward and what are you doing about it. Um, It's in a trine to Jupiter, which we've already mentioned, Jupiter's expansive and growth and um, bringing forward your best. And so those are positive, um, but it's also in a square that square to Neptune continues we know Neptune's an extremely slow planet, so um, those transits tend, tend to last more lo- a little longer. So that's that's what's going on there. That'd probably be Tuesday and maybe into Wednesday as mm-hmm. it sextiles comes into a stronger sextile with Saturn, eh? Because mm-hmm. um, there's a nice strong sextile there, um, and then it's also um, coming in closer to like Venus. And yeah. Mars, and, and I'm it, like, oh you can boy, see the moon's just gonna hit all, yeah, all those it's gonna, like, it's gonna be like piano keys, ding ding ding. Yeah. Um, exactly. yeah, and you know, as the moon conjuncts Venus, Venus, 
that's very much going to be about expressing. And here we are in that T-square, right? Mm -hmm. And now the moon has become part of that T-square that we've been talking about all week. Um, in Capricorn, about the things you love. So maybe you'll finally express, no, I really love this. And this is the way I want it to be. Okay. And um, during this time, moon will come into a, almost a perfect trine with Uranus. Uh, because it's it's going to be pretty much conjunct um, Venus and Venus is in a trine with Uranus and you know Mars is um, sextiling Neptune which is very much about taking action so if you're intuitive if you're uh, especially if you're more of a Neptune based psychic um, this and if you don't know you should get a reading with me and I'll help you know um, Neptune-based psychics um, are going to have a better time than intuitive readers this this week. Mm. Um, or if you're able to pull more on your Neptune side this week, then that's what you want to do. Okay? Yeah, because the moon is, in a, is not in a powerful place for you to pull from there. Right. And with the sun, the sun, which is where we're going, is squaring Uranus. And a square is a difficult conversation that helps you that often is rectifiable. So it's a challenge, but you can overcome it. Okay. So um, it's asking you where you're going. And it's just saying, there's a hole in the path here. Um, you might need to fill it with something. Okay. You might need to deal with this part of the, your path. Okay. And that T square is pretty intense, especially early in the, it kind of intensifies through the week. It kind of builds. Um, and finally, Mercury is going to start moving away from Pluto. Right. Um, the seventh is, you know, it's, it has that mixed bag for sure of trining Uranus and Jupiter, uh, which we've talked about, lovely energy, but there's that Chiron North Node square that the moon also has and that's definitely going to be um you know what it's time to do something differently let's let's embrace this looks like my path of healing i'm i'm leaving that toxic crap behind i'm, I'm moving forward in a good way mm -hmm. and that's what squares give you the opportunity to do to really clarify what you want how you want it and, um, you know, giving you energy to make those decisions. So not always easy, but potent. Yeah. And um, Neptune, uh, on, so the T-square will continue into Thursday, but it will start to sort of fade out. So hopefully you've dealt with it. You've overcome it. You've found the balance. You're now holding on to the wounded healer part of that. And you're going, oh, I figured out a way. Hopefully you're helping others. And Neptune um, in a sextile with Mercury um, on this day, I feel like is really going to help you speak um, the truth about your future. So if you find, if you're a channeler, mm. oh my, this is your day right here. February <laughs> the 8th. If you, if you sometimes channel, this is the day you want to try to channel. You want to try to speak um and say hey um this is what i'm getting and so if you're a reader if you're a psychic anything like that that's neptune based 
It's sextiling uh, Mercury on this day. So it's very much about delivering the messages from Neptune. And Neptune is very much the psychic planet. It's also a spiritual planet. Sometimes has to do with delusions or illusions. Um, but I feel like because it's forward, it's in Pisces, it's, it's at its strongest placement, um, and it's in a good conversation with Mercury, whatever you're talking right now is probably going to be point on. So if you're a channeler or anything else, Thursday is going to be a really beautiful day for you. Cool. We call this the day before the new moon. We sometimes call it the dark moon. Again, great time for contemplation, reflection. Um, so the moon has now moved into Aquarius. And Aquarius, of course, is ruled by Uranus, which we started our meditation with. And, um, and you, it's like the piano keys you were just talking about. It's going to light up every one of those... <laughs> planets in that stellium so conjunct pluto then conjunct mercury then conjunct mars um it's in a sextile to neptune and we've already talked about what a what a great day that'll be for neptunian readers mm -hmm. it's got a square to jupiter but i think it's the same vibe we've been talking about which is the opportunity to see something clearly and make take action in a new direction that makes you feel like i'm on my path i'm right. doing it right and so. I miss I miswrote this. This says Neptune sextiling Mercury. It's actually Neptune sextiling Mars, but it's still the same thing. It's about action. So if you're taking action, um, it could really help you, especially if you're in this, if you're um, a professional psychic. Cool. Um, the February 9th, which is Friday, um, I got the Mars sextile Neptune. Um, listed because it's also pretty strong on this day. They they like pass into perfection from the eighth to the ninth. They become perfected, and that's again about action, especially psychic action, or just having a feeling like if you're like, I'm really sure I'm supposed to do this, just do it. Especially the eighth and the ninth. Yeah, new moon energy, new opportunity, uh, great time to set intentions. This is. Um, so when the new moon happens, that's the, the marker for the Chinese New Year. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think in China, it's the next day on the 10th, but for us, it's the 9th. Um, and again, that sextile to North Node Chiron. Um, and it is in a square to Uranus, which is unexpected change, right? Um, so paying attention to that. Now, this year uh, in the Chinese Zodiac, this year will be the year of the wood dragon. Guess who's a wood dragon? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yours truly. I told you it was a big astrological year for me. Um, so we associate the dragon with luck and magic and good fortune. We associate wood with um, the trees and earthing element and um I, I remember being told very very long time ago that of all the dragons you know in chinese medicine and they use five elements so uh apparently the wood dragon is the most benevolent of the other of the dragons that some of the other dragon energies are 
will very much slay you. <laughs> you know, they're much more aggressive or violent, but the wood dragon is apparently a more benevolent dragon. Um, and I like the sound of that. Uh, good luck and fortune and magic. So uh, happy new year to everyone and may it be an awesome ride on the wooden dragon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, on this day, which is actually the Saturday, the 10th, um, you know, Mercury is going to come into a perfect square with Jupiter. So uh, this is about our communication in relation to our, probably our money, our luck, or um, expansive, um, expanding ourselves. And, you know, always, usually communication always has to do with some relationship. Um, whether it's a friend, whether it's a, acquaintance or somebody you work with or whatever uh, mercury's in aquarius so i just want to say on this day just be a little bit more aware that it's going to be squaring jupiter <clears throat> so um it just could you just want to be careful what you're saying especially if it's kind of an unusual situation you might just want to go slow in the communication area of your mm -hmm. life mm -hmm. so the moon has now passed into Pisces, and Pisces uh, is ruled by Jupiter. It's, you see the Jupiter and the moon are going to get be conjunct later. Oh, sorry, that's uh, Saturn. Never mind. Um, Saturn will conjunct the moon in Pisces. The ruler of Pisces is Jupiter and Neptune. So the conversation with the moon and... Um, the moon is so the moon in Pisces, as you know, watery moon is a water element, and so it's more comfortable certainly than it was in Capricorn. And um, but it's conjunct Saturn, and Saturn we've we know is that that taskmaster, that structure, the rules. Um, so looking at that and um. And it's just going to start waxing. The moon will just begin to start waxing. So I'm almost wondering if that's like about like emotional restriction, holding that, your emotions back. Yeah. Thank you. I think that sounds right. <clears throat> um, especially since there's a semi-square from, um, or is that a semi-square or, um, Um, yeah, it's a semi, a semi square, um, to Venus, but I'm not sure how that works. So this, yeah, um, it doesn't make sense. Um, it says it's there, but, um, it doesn't make sense because Venus is at 22 degrees and Saturn's at seven degrees. So, um, <clears throat> I was looking at Venus Uranus. Yeah. Uh, Uranus down here. Um, so, you know, I would just, I would just, with the moon and Saturn conjunct like that, I would just be aware of restricting your emotions, like maybe not saying what you really want or what you really love mm. or what you really need. Be careful of that. Um, Pisces can sometimes be such a peacekeeper that they don't want to speak their truth. Mm. Um, and so Pisces, Piscean mm. energy can 
can sort of be um, codependent-ish like that, like Libra can be codependent, um, and so can Pisces, And but Pisces is usually, Libra is trying to, uh, trying to uh, avoid conflict, while Pisces is trying to keep the peace. It's a slightly different energy, and Pisces is like, sacrifice anything for peace, which is a beautiful mm. thing. Um, but, and... Uh, <laughs> uh, be careful of not speaking our piece. It makes me also think about what's happening in the world on this day, the mm -hmm. February 10th, you know, we have wars going on around mm -hmm. the world. Mm -hmm. Um, and it makes me think about that a little bit because Saturn does rule our systems and our governments. Um, and with the moon meeting it, um, maybe there might be some peace talks or something. Well, that'd be nice, huh? Wouldn't that be really nice? We can all pray for that, okay? Yeah, right. yeah, regardless <laughs> of whatever's going on in the sky, pray for peace. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So on Sunday, um, the biggest thing, Sunday's a pretty quiet day. The biggest thing on Sunday is um, Mars is starting to approach um, the end of Capricorn and moving over into Pluto and Aquarius. And that just makes me feel like built up energy. So um, especially with Mars and Capricorn, I, I, it feels like it would build up to me, um, <clears throat> and not always be expressed immediately, so, um, and with Venus right behind it, it just feels like there's a little bit of buildup of energy as Mars approaches Pluto, um, and that'll be next week, so, you know, uh, just, just pay attention, um, to your emotions, and especially, with the moon in conjunct the south node, that feels like, you know, you really need to be paying attention to how you feel and what, what's real for you. And, you know, um, we don't always have to sacrifice ourselves to create peace in our lives, but sometimes there is a level of sacrifice in order to get peace, right? Like the current wars that are going on, most of us would agree that if we could all sit down and talk about it, there's probably some sacrifices on both sides, but maybe they could both stop fighting, right? Okay. I think we could all probably agree on that. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then the other little bit is that the moon is in Pisces, as you know, and it'll um, be in a sextile to Uranus. Ah. So there we go again with the, the Uranus theme. Um, Uranus, Aquarius, here we go again. And Laying out our emotional path. Yeah. And being willing to change. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Being yeah. willing. And that's what's going to bring the moon in conjunct with the south node. Because in conjunct is almost impossible, but possible to overcome. Okay. It's where mastery comes from. Mm -hmm. When we do something we didn't think we were capable of and we do it. We did it. We accomplish it. And then there's a new level that you arrive at and a new level of mastery that you you will never lower the standard after that, you know? And since it's in relation to the South Node, it definitely feels like an old thing, yeah, an old story. So um, just finding some emotional peace in that old story. So, right? So the week is not really... I wouldn't say that the week is bad. I would say that there it's a balanced emotion, there's some quiet times. It's not super loud, but it's definitely um, got that T-square, which is just going to require us to be present and to, um, you know, try to find some balance in our lives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Try to find the answer to things. What do you definitely. think, Ross? Uh, well, 
in looking at the whole week, it seems like there's a lot of like caution in the wind with your emotions. And like when I'm thinking of the otter, it's in other words, a lot of these things, since it's in Pisces, also be careful that it's not foggy water. What is what you're feeling really what you're feeling? So I guess in that that token, this is a time to take the otter and don't take things so seriously. Don't internalize and take it personal. They're very playful and they're very adaptable. So if someone says something before you react with your emotions, is it something to really be taken seriously? Is it, you know, and that's not, and, and I don't even think that's something sacrificing yourself because if it doesn't really mean anything, then whatever, you know, it's just don't take it that serious and just water on a duck or water on an otter. Just let it you know, slide off of you. So that's kind of what stood out to me. Just be careful that what you're feeling is really what you're feeling. And is it legit? Is there truth behind it? And if there's even a question in that, then just, you know, it's not that serious. Don't take it that serious. So I love uh, that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Great advice. I think that's really totally dialed in with the chart. Yeah. Yeah. For reals. Um, all right, my friends, we're going to pull three cards for this week and see how that um, appeals to us this week. Let's see. Um, so uh, the first the first card that I got, so I'm going to pin this so you guys can see it if you're watching the video, is um, the Page of Pentacles. And the interesting thing about this Page of Pentacles is that this person um is very uh full-bodied um and i i i myself um struggle because you know most of the images and stuff that we see in the world are not of full-bodied people are not of chunky monkeys whatever you want to call it um <laughs> fluffy um <laughs> um and i find that refreshing and i think that that's a big part of this card because it kind of reminds us you know there was a time that big people was very normal by the way um and that they were seen as rich or having all that they need and since this is the page of pentacles i'm pretty sure that is meant to communicate that uh first of all we all come in different shapes and sizes but also second second of all this person has all they need you have all you need, and that's pretty much what this is a reminder of, is that where you're coming from, you have everything you need going forward. Um, and, you know, they have a pentacle in their hand, which in most tarot represents financial things, goods, money, da-da-da. Okay, and that's pretty much what this is about. This, she is, um, this person is um, holding on to the thing that they have, and they're going forward because they have everything they need to go forward on their path. And the next card is in the here and now, and this is the 10 of wands. And this is really about setting your intention, figuring out what really is my intention. Um, is that really what I want? How's that going to end up? Will that work? Um, things like that. And that's pretty much what this card is about. This is about the 10 of wands and this is about, setting your intention and um, figuring out what you're going to do uh, or what your intention is going forward. 
Now, this third card is us going forward, and this is really about finding rainbows in heart. You know, even though it's raining, you can still see the rainbow in the sky. So although there might be some challenges, this is the Three of Swords, um, you can still find the goodness in it. And that's why the sun is still shining. The rainbow is still there. And sometimes we have a tendency when shit goes wrong to like really focus on whatever's gone wrong. Um, and instead, um, if we could focus on what is still right, what is still okay. And that's pretty much what this is a reminder of the Three of Swords is to remind you that although, yeah, shit goes wrong, um, also there's also stuff that's still okay. Um, and everything's still okay. And just because that piece is off uh, doesn't mean that things won't get better. Okay? So remember, you have all you need going forward in your path. You have everything you need and um, you're carrying it forward. Um, and your path is ready for you. As you start to set your intentions now um, for, the, for your upcoming path this week, set your intentions and, you know, be aware that you're looking for balance. And as you go through the week, just be prepared that sometimes stuff might not go right. But try to look for the silver lining. Try to look for the rainbow in the sky. Um, even when it rains, there's rainbows, right? So, um, so that's my suggestion for this week. And that's my reading. All right. Makes me want to say, you know, that when our hearts break, that's that's how the light gets in. And the cracks, cracks open up. That's yeah. how the light gets in. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, exactly. There's always more than one way to look at it. Yeah. So, and sometimes when shit's going wrong, it it might feel wrong in the moment, and but then later on, you're like, oh, that's why that happened. Okay. Yeah. Says the storyteller in me wants to say, and careful what story you tell yourself. You know, why not tell yourself an empowering story about what you're overcoming, how strong you are, you've made it through other hard things, you're going to make it through whatever else it is you have to get through. Maybe I'm talking to myself right now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm sure someone else could find that useful right now. I'm sure you guys yeah. are not the only ones to be yeah. struggling. But yeah. I, I'm, I'm very mindful of be careful what stories you tell yourself. Because if you throw yourself a pity party... You'll find lots of energy to 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 go there and and make a big wallow. And I just personally, I just don't feel like I can afford to do that. I just don't feel that that's a good choice for me right now. So I'm really working at. Okay, we've we've got the situation. We're gonna correct it. We're gonna move forward and heal and be stronger and. You know, they say, you know, you break a bone, that bone is stronger than ever after it's healed. So I'm hoping that's true. And um, I'm hoping that all of you have a really great week, that whatever challenges life is presenting, you are finding ways to be creative and move forward anyway. Yeah. Yep. So please right. like or share or comment i appreciate those who share um i'm pretty sure i'm just going to give a shout out to mary alice collins and tamala tracy who are always thank supporting you. us thank really you so much you. um these are just the people that share or comments or something um that's a really great way to support us you know the more comments and stuff we get the more people that see it and the more people um you know um that are listening and that helps us feel inspired 
it's not as uh we don't make a dime doing this um <laughs> yeah so <laughs> it's more about inspiration so remember you are our inspiration so um thanks for letting us know you're out there and thanks for letting us know you're listening blessed be have a good week bye-bye Thank you for listening to this week's Soul Astrology and subscribing, liking, sharing, and reviewing. We hope you enjoy this dose of Soul Astrology and encourage you to embrace the week ahead with an open mind and heart so that you may integrate the deepest of lessons from the stars. Take a moment to step outside and honor the planet, stars, and moon in the sky with your heart. Integrate the messages that resonate and leave the rest for someone else. We deeply appreciate each and every one of you. Always remember that you are a perfectly unique human with an exclusive star map of your destiny, your soul purpose, and your heart's desire. Thank you again for tuning in to Rainbow Soul.